You're listening to the Self-Made Mastery Podcast, your ultimate guide to total transformation. I'm your host, Adrian Finch, and I believe wholeheartedly that anyone from any background can create and live their dream life. And the best part is, you only need one thing to start, your mind. So join me here every Wednesday on this transformative journey to master your mindset and unlock your greatest potential. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the Self-Made Mastery Podcast. It's still weird saying that name. I'm still so used to saying, welcome back to the Self-Made CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Finch, but guess what? Nope, it's Self-Made Mastery now, and I love it. I'm happy with it, and it seems like I got some really good feedback from you guys, too, so thank you for that. Welcome back to the pod. I'm so glad that I'm feeling okay now and back to my usual Wednesday schedule. Um, Thanks for your patience again with all of that. So happy to be back. I have so much to share with you guys. I feel like I've been reading a lot of articles and books and things and just, you know, learning a lot of things, gaining the knowledge. And of course, I want to impart that wisdom on you guys immediately via this podcast. So thank you so much for being here. I hope you all are doing well, staying safe, wearing masks, you know, all the fun stuff. And uh, I can't believe it's already (laughs) mid-July. That's so crazy. And Okay, I'm so happy it's summer. That's awesome. It's obviously a very weird year. We all know this. And I I used to have a very hard time with time flying by. It used to really irk me. If you guys remember, if you've been OG self-made mastery podcast listeners, you'll remember my episode. I think it was like number three or something super early called Time Flies. Wait, what was it called? Time Flies so what or something yeah it was literally like time flies so what and it was all about how I just had this really negative attitude about time flying by used to at least and I would always just get anxious and stressed and try to you know look at other people's progress and then my own and compare myself and think oh my god a year ago today like I was doing the same stuff and it really stressed me out and you guys if I can find any silver lining in this whole 2020 situation, pandemic, quarantine, all the things. It really is that I think it taught me how to slow down and just not worry so much about time flying by, not worry so much about the future because we literally can't know the future. There are so many unknowns and I'm really appreciative of that because I think that was something that really bogged me down before. I was so stressed and worried about getting my business up and running and like everything taking so long. And you know what I realized? It's like I knew the whole time that when I'm 80 years old, I'm going to look back and be like, ha ha ha. When I was in my 20s, I thought I was wasting time and I thought I was so behind. And like, no, you have your whole life to, you know, create a different path or create a business or have the success that you want. And I I've known that I just feel like it's been hard to shake that. And so this year has been actually really awesome in terms of thinking about time flying by and realizing that it's not so bad and you just got to switch your outlook on it and so you know what yes it's already July holy crap that feels insane but it's already July who cares it's a weird year everyone's weird it's all weird maybe 2021 will be more normal again but also who cares let's do our thing this is our chance to you know really make moves and to just be looking at the positives because what else can we do right so I've talked about starting a side hustle, project, business, whatever it is, in another recent episode. Um, It was definitely a quarantine episode because I figured what a better time than now or than during quarantine before to start a business, start a side hustle, start a project when you're sitting around with probably more time than before. And I figured what a better time. So I did make an episode all about that. And 
Today's episode is very similar. Today's episode is really diving into the nitty-gritty 10-step process to starting a successful business in 2020. And we're really emphasizing kind of the online aspect here because as you can imagine, all throughout quarantine and, and even now, even though the world is attempting to open back up and kind of try to be normal, we are still in this really heavily online phase like we're doing a lot of things online a lot of business models have switched over to you know dominantly online things like a lot of you know gyms and um like live workouts live webinars live like events um that are online now and not in person and there have just been so many shifts in kind of the way that we've worked lately that I just think that still now there's never been a better time to really get in on creating an online business and um a successful one of course so in today's episode I'm telling you guys the 10 steps to starting a successful online business in 2020 My 10 steps that I have now done several times, they work. It's all the things you need to think about kind of before starting this and all the way up until the day of your launch. Um, And this episode today is a little bit unique because this was actually a YouTube video of mine that is also going live today. If you're listening to this early in the morning, it may not be live yet, but it will be live, I think at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, But this is actually a YouTube video that I created uh, in partnership with Google. And when I was filming this, I was literally thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I need to just turn this into a podcast episode because everything I'm saying right now on this video is exactly the type of thing I would say on my podcast. And a lot of times there's not kind of that... um, that similarity between my channel and my podcast. If you guys are new or you don't fully know the story, I make videos full-time on YouTube. They're not about the same type of stuff. Sometimes they are, but sometimes they're techie and about apps and productivity. And um, so I do have a YouTube channel, but this video I found to be very, very relevant for you guys in terms of anyone who does want to start a business or a side hustle. And I really loved the way that these 10 steps were laid out and how I was explaining them. So I just decided why not take the video really just extract the audio and make it into a podcast episode. So we're going to just basically roll that video minus the video. But if you guys want to check out the actual video, I will link it in the show notes. So you can check out both, whichever you prefer. But yes, we are going to just roll the how to start a successful business in 2020 episode or I guess video but that's now an episode. And I just want to give you guys a little bit of beginning context. I say this at the beginning of the video, but I cut this part out because there was a sponsorship and whatever. We're getting just to the clean part that you actually care about. So if you didn't know, a little background, nearly five years ago now, um, yeah, I guess 2015, I started building this online business. It was YouTube. It was content creation. It was working with brands. It was building an online following. And I started building that about five years ago. And Essentially, building this online business has allowed me the freedom and flexibility to earn money where I want and when I want. And I'm my own boss and I'm in charge. And that's not everybody's goal and dream. But, you know, the entrepreneurial life was definitely one that I felt like was right for me. And I knew from a really young age that the traditional corporate job structure was just not it wouldn't work for me. I was I was, you know, creative and spastic and ADD and I like couldn't sit still and just do one thing every single day. And Some people, you know, for a while I was like, this isn't good. What's wrong with me? Like, why can't I just like focus on this job? But I just knew there was something better out there for me. I wanted to do my own thing. I wanted to be in control. 
And so that's kind of what I did. And that's what I'm helping you guys today on this or today and every day on this podcast. I'm helping you to do the same. Um, But what I didn't foresee when I kind of decided to go this non-traditional route is I didn't I didn't realize how endless the possibilities were in terms of doing your own thing. I thought, oh, man, that's so much harder. And, you know, I, I thought like money must be limited. It's hard to make an income. But we're living in a time where the possibilities are quite literally endless. Like you can do so many things online and just on your own. You can monetize passions in a way that you've never been able to before. And you can take advantage of that. And I'm going to help you take advantage of that. But I basically, yeah, just I, I also through that process kind of came to find out just how feasible owning and operating my own business from the comfort of my home, mind you, was. I didn't even think that was possible. And I, through the journey, realized, wow, this is definitely feasible for me, for you, for anyone. And not just any business, one where I could monetize literally what I like doing, my passions, my hobbies, the things that I would do on a daily basis after work if I was working a different job. Like the things that I like doing, you can figure out ways to make money doing them. So with all the recent changes, I guess, you know, throughout 2020 to workflow and staying at home more, um, I just figure it's never been a better time, like I already said, to launch an online business and to make money from your own home. I'm always trying to figure out ways that you guys and I can make money at home on the side, whether it's a side project, whether it's something super random like selling things, you know, that you don't need anymore. Like there are so many ways to make extra money and do so from home in an easy, efficient manner. Um, And it's all about getting creative. So I'm going to stop talking now. We're going to get into the actual episode, which is from this video. So the audio quality may be a tad different. Um, But if you prefer watching the video, it's pretty much just me sitting there talking. But I will link it in the show notes. So without further ado, here is how to start a successful online business in 2020. Okay, so if you don't already own or operate your own business, then you've come to the right place because today I'm gonna show you guys how to start a side hustle or your own business in 10 easy steps. No matter what you do, whether it's physical goods and services in store, whether you have online goods like eBooks or clothing or services like coaching or consulting, no matter what it is, it's very vital that you have an online presence here in 2020 in order for your business to be successful. I've done this process now multiple times with multiple businesses and I can tell you it works. And the best part is you can do it right from your own home. Step number one is defining your target market. So who's your audience? Who are your products or goods or services being sold to? A good way to think about that is like, what is a problem that they're trying to solve? Who are these people? What problem do they have? And what is what you offer going to help them solve? Nine out of 10 businesses actually fail in the first 18 months and it's because they're not listening to their target market. So they're not doing enough market research. They may have a product or idea that they think is really, really, really cool and that's all great and dandy, but if the people that you're selling it to don't agree with you, then you don't have a business structure, right? So while yes, it's important that you love your idea and that you want to create this business and work there day in and day out and work on this product, it's also very, very important that you get clear on who is the audience for this product and do they think it's cool? Because unfortunately, if the people you're selling to don't have a need for it or don't like it or it doesn't work for them, you don't have a business. Now, if you're sitting there and you're unsure kind of who your target market might be, or maybe you do have a product or service idea that you're very passionate about, but you're not sure who your audience is, 
All you gotta do is a little bit of market research. Ask your family and friends what they think of the idea. Ask them who they think would purchase this or who could use this. Go online, look at some competitors and see who are their audiences, who's buying from them. There are so many ways nowadays to do market research online and it is so vital that you guys do this. Getting feedback is absolutely key. Again, what you think is a good product may be a fantastic product, but it's really important to get the feedback of those who would actually purchase it before you continue. It'll save you a lot of time. Step number two, once you have defined your target market, it's time to define your offer. So here's the fun part. This is where the products, goods, services come into play. So what are you selling? Is this a product, a good, a service, something online specifically? So we're talking mostly about stuff online here, but that does not limit the the ability for it to be a physical product. You could create stickers at your own home and print them and ship them off. You could have an Etsy shop. You could have all of these different kind of options for your online business. So what is it that you're offering? And does what you're offering solve a pain point for your customer? Now, my goal is not to intimidate you here with all of these steps and all of this business jargon. I just want you guys to have the most successful online business possible. So we're getting pretty deep here. A way that you'll have the most profitable online business is if you are solving a problem that a customer has and you're taking them from their current situation to their desired situation. So for me creating this video and you guys are my ideal client, I would say that your current situation is that you have a passion that you want to monetize, you want to make money online and from home, but you don't have the tools or resources to do it and you don't know where to start. So your desired situation would be you have a profitable online business, you can make money wherever and whenever you want, and that's your life you have that freedom and flexibility so your offer is going to bridge the gap from current situation to desired situation so this video for example which is what i'm giving you this could be like my offer right now this video is helping you guys bridge that gap between where you're at now not knowing where to start to having a successful online business and actually being profitable online and being able to work from wherever so you and your product and your offer want to be that bridge that bridges the gap between current situation and desired situation. So that's a good way to think about it when you're coming up with your offer. What are you giving someone and what kind of emotional or physical or philosophical response are they going to have when they come out the other side having used your product or having used your service? Now, if you're starting with a passion of yours, like you don't really know the other answers, but you're like, I like music and that's where you're at, that is just fine too. Your next job is to get creative about ways that you can monetize it. Because the beauty about 2020 is you can monetize pretty much any anything, especially online, which is so nice. I mean, I wouldn't have a job if I couldn't monetize things online because that's pretty much all I do. <laughs> and I promise you guys, there are so many ways to monetize things. You just have to get creative. I have a friend who spray paints, so he basically like does graffiti and he's figured out a way to make a full-time income doing it. And he does several different things. He teaches kids art. He sometimes does performance pieces. So a DJ will be performing a set at some event and he'll be on stage literally performing and like spray painting something. And there will be this performance piece made that he can then sell and he gets paid to actually go do that thing. So there are just so many different creative ways. Like on the surface, you would never think, oh yeah, I can get paid to like spray paint things but yeah you absolutely can so no matter how specific your niche is or your passion that you want to monetize I promise you can do it step number three is to define the business model so this part is very important you actually want to figure out how is this business making money are you exchanging time for money are you exchanging goods for money and if you are exchanging goods what is that cost of production so even with for your service what 
does it cost for you to give the customer the product and then what are they paying you this will help you kind of create that business model what are you charging for your product is it just a very luxury product that are very expensive so your profit margins are higher but your sales might be a little bit lower or is it a very cheap commodity so your sales may be higher but your profit margins may be lower you just want to kind of figure this out because at the end of the day you have to make money from your business i mean you don't have to but the whole point here is making a profitable online business so we want to step number four and this is where it starts to get fun is you want to really get clear on the name and the mission and the messaging of your brand and of your products or services this is really important because you want to tell a story with the product that you're offering your customer is like a character and they have a problem and then here comes this guide which is you or the business owner who is helping them solve this by giving them a plan which can be a product or a service so you're telling this story and how do you want people to perceive your product when they go to your website or when they go see your colors and your messaging and you know what what are you all about and how are you going to explain that to the customer get really clear about again the purpose of your business and if you've taken the steps before and really gotten clear on who your audience is and what your offer is then step four should be pretty easy and fun come up with an awesome name that you love and maybe one that you know has some appeal and that'll lead you to step five, which is kind of an extension of step four, which is to create a logo and branding. There are so many websites, you guys, available to create like logos and graphics and stuff for absolute free. If you guys didn't know, I just went through a huge rebrand for my podcast, which was called Self-Made CEO, and now it's called Self-Made Mastery. I have this whole new website, so my graphic designer and I, we just went through and decided, what do we want the logo to look like? What do we want the colors to be? What is the mission of this business, though? And by discovering the mission and really what our purpose is, it really led us to create the branding and colors and logos that we loved. If people can really resonate with your messaging and your branding, I think that you will have a lot more success in selling as well, because you want to be authentic and organic and natural. You don't want to be selling something just to make money. You want to actually have a mission that's like going to help the person on the other side. Step number six is to create a website and potentially start an email list. So as you guys are drawing customers in, you want to be collecting people's email addresses so that you can start sending them promotional emails and things like that as you go on. Now, don't worry about that too much now. This is just the beginning phase, but it is going to be very important to start building your email list as you move forward so that you can be retargeting those same buyers, etc., etc. When it comes to a website, I want to emphasize that simplicity is key. Again, you want to be so, so clear on messaging. You don't want to confuse people. That is one of the number one things that will turn turn potential buyers away is when they get to your website, you want it to be so clear what you're offering, what results it's going to get them and where to buy it. You should have like three or more like buy now buttons or schedule an appointment or whatever it is. Be very, very clear on your website. Don't have too much clutter. Don't have too many words. People do not have the attention spans to read through and try to guess what your business is. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but you probably get a bunch of emails. I know I do that are trying to promote something, but it's all just a bunch of fluffy big words. And at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, that all sounds great, but like, what does your business do? 
you know? So you wanna avoid that. Be as clear and concise as possible with your messaging so that people understand right away what you do and they're ready to whip out their credit cards. And remember, you wanna tell a story with it. You want to really explain to them why using your product or good or service is going to get them to that desired situation. Because if you can get them there, they're gonna be throwing money at you, I promise. <laughs> when it comes to building a website, there are several sources that you can use. I personally have my email list on MailChimp and they actually offer with your subscription, they offer a free website. So I have my website on MailChimp. There are several other ways to do this and lots of resources online to learn really how to like build out your website. I'm not gonna go too much into detail there because that's a whole other topic but and we're just kind of going over all of the basic steps but you are gonna want a website don't worry too much about it being like super fancy and super legit you just again want that clear clear messaging and that's all that matters step number seven is to develop a marketing plan so a marketing plan is what's gonna take your business from no customers to customers. <laughs> so we have both organic marketing and you have paid marketing. Organic marketing is anything that is free. So social media pages, like posting on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those things, reaching out to potential clients that you know. So friends, family, anyone that you think would benefit from this product who's already in your circle or in your network, reaching out to them cold, like through email or phone. Those are organic marketing methods. And then you have paid marketing methods. So as we discussed earlier, Google Ads has smart campaigns, which makes it really, really easy to put money behind getting your business and your message out to more customers. And I find this so important because I think advertising can just be so intimidating. And a lot of times people feel like they're paying a lot of money and not getting the results. And I just wanna break down that stigma right now. You don't have to pay a ton of money to get more eyeballs on your product. You can get more customers' eyeballs on your website or service or product, no matter what your budget is. So again, Google Ads Smart Campaigns is super great for this, very easy, saves a lot of time, and you can monitor your own ad spend there. So we have organic and paid marketing, and it's important to come up with a marketing plan and a way to kind of track what's working and what's not. Step number eight is to create a content schedule, so a promotional content schedule. This would mean social media content calendar if you're going to start posting on social media which I recommend you do creating kind of a content calendar like how regularly are you going to post what kinds of things are you going to post and where are you going to post them and then creating maybe some freebies like some little pdf downloads or anything free that you can give out um, as kind of a preview or a taste of what purchasing your product is really like. I think a lot of entrepreneurs get kind of stuck between giving too many freebies away where people don't end up converting to paid customers. But I also still think it's really important to give people that taste and to really show people what your business is about. Because if you can prove that credibility and like really give people something they like, they're going to want to pay for more. So you can kind of upsell. And I don't even like using those terms because they just sound so salesy and businessy. But at the end of the day, that's what it's doing. If you're giving them a little taste and then you're selling something more and they're purchasing it, that is an upsell. So you want to create your promotional content calendar, whether that's just on social media, create your tracking templates, do all of that so that you just feel organized and ready to launch. Step number nine is to do kind of a beta test group launch. Um, not every business or you know concept is going to need this. This is very good if you're doing something like coaching or consulting or you're taking people through a course or a program. You're definitely gonna want people to test this out ahead of time. A lot of times you'll run into some kinks or just some things that you need to adjust and it's better to adjust it with a beta group 
group that maybe either didn't pay for it or just paid a discounted rate. That way they're willing to work with you to kind of perfect it as you go on. A big common thing that happens with entrepreneurs, I think, is that we get stuck on perfection. We don't want to launch until everything's perfect. And I totally get it because that was me for a long time and it still sometimes is me. But the best way to create iterations of your business and to keep improving is to actually just put it out there and get feedback versus trying to guess in your own head like what the problems are going to be and trying to make it perfect ahead of time it's just never going to work and you're always going to have unexpected things come up so it's best to just do a beta launch so launch it for a specific group of people where they can give you feedback and you can keep improving it and creating iterations and then ultimately gear up for your official launch and that leads me to step 10 which is launching your business so after you've done all of these steps you can launch your business again I don't want you to be too intimidated to just go for it you could even start with a launch and just try to get as much feedback as possible as you go like I just recommend doing these 10 steps first and just putting some thought into it I do think that ultimately the most successful online businesses did have thought behind them and you definitely have like you know set aside time to really think about what are you offering what's your mission but on the flip side, I don't want you guys to get too hung up on perfection. It should not be perfect. Perfect does not even exist. Put something out there. Set a timeline for yourself maybe so that you're like, you know what? I'm going to do all these steps. I'm going to think through all these things. But at the end of the day, by August 1st, my business is out and we're just going to see what happens. That way you don't let this delay you for like years and years because I think that has definitely happened to me before where I've come up with an idea and I've tried to put all the thought into it and it ended up just taking literally years and I just never launched it. So I don't want you guys to do that. I want you guys to get it out there because now is the time more than ever people are online making money people are at home people are shopping online it's the best time to do this and so i hope that with my 10 steps you guys are able to launch your own very successful online business here in 2020. All right, you guys, that is the end of the episode and the video. I hope you enjoyed it. I know that it was probably a little bit shorter. Actually, it was a little bit shorter than most of my episodes, but I really did want to give you guys kind of this context and this information. I felt like, um, you know, I spent a lot of time kind of formulating my thoughts in terms of this. And I just want to emphasize again that there really is this kind of polarity. There's this balance that you need to find between launching with putting no thought into it but also not overthinking it right like these 10 steps are built to be your guide and to allow you to put some serious thought and time into something before launching it however like I already mentioned I don't want this to hold you back I don't want this to be something where you are fighting for perfection and therefore you are never launching your business or your project I want you guys to set deadlines for yourself and be really realistic put this thought into it you know maybe not launch with literally no thought because it could end up being a slight waste of time like put some thought into it but I really want to emphasize because I've made this mistake I have taken years to launch certain aspects of my business because I have just wanted to refine it refine it improve it I wanted it to be perfect and the reality is you will have such an easier time perfecting and refining and improving your model your business your offer by doing it by like actually launching it and getting feedback right like see what people are actually saying because you can sit there in your office or your room and think about your business all you want but at the end of the day like you're not your customer you're not the person you're trying to sell to you're not your audience 
and you might think something is perfect and you'll be surprised by the feedback. Sometimes people, I mean, every day on the podcast, I'm surprised by feedback sometimes. Like I'll think an episode is so amazing and like maybe you guys do too, but then it's always episodes that I don't expect that are like the most popular episodes by far, right? So like getting that real-time feedback and being like, oh, I guess they like this a lot. That is what helps me refine and get better at this show. So I want you guys to not be afraid to throw things at a wall before you have, you know, fully formulated your plan so that you can refine and improve from there. This is just kind of a foundation to get started because you don't necessarily want to launch a business tomorrow not thinking about like, what are you even offering or what is the problem you're trying to solve? So I just wanted to make that clear because that is something that's held me up a lot in the past and um, I think it's very beneficial you know, advice and feedback. So guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here as always. Wow. I'm sitting on my foot and it is literally so asleep. Oh my God. I have a zombie foot. It's fine. Oh, okay. Thank you for being here. I love you guys. You guys rock. Thank you for all the support. I'm so, so happy every time I see your guys' messages that these episodes are inspiring you and impacting you and helping you push forward with your life, with your mindset, all the good things. Um, as always, oh, well, if you missed any of the previous episodes, I just want to remind you I have a brand new website, email list. I'm sending out weekly emails. Some of them have freebies. I'm going to be announcing more workshops and things like that. So just check out the show notes for all those links. As always, we have an Instagram account. The new handle is at selfmademasterypod, P-O-D. And without further ado, you guys, Thank you so much for being here and congratulations for starting your journey to becoming the best version of yourself, mastering your mindset, transforming your life, all the things. I will see you guys in earth. I guess I won't see you. I will catch you guys in the next episode next week. Talk to you later. Bye.